All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dominate Day to Day. That's with a two. I am Ralph. And I am Zach. And thank you so much for joining us on this lovely final weekend of February, or March if you're now listening to it the following week. Um, how's it going, Zach? Pretty well. How are you? Oh, you know, no complaints. Uh, a week in having students at yeah. school. It was very exciting. Exhausting. exhausting. That's, yeah. where I, that's where I was going. Yeah, you get me on that for sure. You were saying how exhausting it was for you when you have been back. Um, they, uh, you know, the the kids are doing incredibly well, like shockingly well, I would say. I think they're just so happy to be back with their peers right. and uh, back in the routine of school and, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, by the end of the week, they were a little bit at each other's throats because they haven't had peer interaction for like a year. Right. So I can't blame them. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I talked more than I have basically, you know, nonstop and, right. and through the mask, I was like winded. I'm at the front yeah. of the classroom talking and presenting and I'm doing read aloud. I'm like winded. It's hard. And part of it is you feel like you need to yell right. through your the mask. The volume has to be so much more. Exactly. So I'm in the gym, right? I'm trying to the reach. biggest classroom there is. <laughs> the biggest classroom there is, and I'm yelling. And by the end of the day on Friday, I went, "All right, class, you need to be so quiet that you can hear me talk at this volume yep. through my mask yep. because I'm sick of yelling." Yeah, and I'm not yelling because I'm upset. I'm just yelling because that's me projecting my voice. Sure, 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 sure. And sure, they sure. were like, "Huh?" And I'm like, <laughs> "You know, like my throat is sore from talking so much through the mask this week." So. And they understood. Yeah, so it was a good week. I'm excited to be back. Um, sad I lost a handful of kids who stayed in distance learning, although I understand the decision yeah. by the families. Um, uh, you know, it's just funny, too. I only have 22 kids right now, which is the smallest I've had since probably my first year teaching 15 years ago. Um, and it's like a weirdly small number. Like, yeah. I pass stuff out. In a very strategic, COVID-friendly way, of course. <laughs> yep. And it's like, oh, I'm done already. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten to everybody. That's weird because when I've had 36, it's not quite the same. Right. You know, so it's 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 going well. I'm yeah. glad to be back. I think my biggest is 26. 26. 26. Yeah. Must be nice. <laughs> it is nice. That's what people say. You know, the nicest thing about all this is the class sizes as a teacher, that the class sizes are, are where they should be. Where they maybe should be. Yeah. Where, we, where they've said they want them all along. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of uh, throwbacks to previous episodes. Um, one being that it had snowed last night. My car was out in the driveway because we were with Claire's family making tamales yesterday. Yeah. Big family event. Make you know enough tamales to last you for the year, basically, because it's so much work. Um, and so the got home and the the jeep left the jeep out. And so it snowed last night. Yeah. We get in the car to go to brunch this morning. A little preview for our topic. And then, I, um, and then I turn on the windshield wipers. Boom, boom, snow gone. My winter windshield wipers. I didn't have them propped up. Yeah. They were just there. It had snowed. And they knocked that snow off of there. It was epic. Really? The snow was gone. One snow. Swipe. Snow was gone. Was there streaks? No, no streaks. Yeah. Beautiful. That's- Streaks are the, that's the main reason. Nobody wants a streak as you're trying to drive yeah, and I like, guess, look. I don't hard. really care about the streaks, oh. but I understand there are people that would care about the streaks. Although my dad, I don't, I'm not sure I ever mentioned this. My dad says it doesn't matter if you have good windshield wipers, if you never clean the inside, like when he borrows my Jeep. Oh yeah. So if I have to, if I drive to see my brother, for example, who lives, you know, in, in Wisconsin, an hour and a half, a couple hours away, 
um, I'll borrow his car and he'll take the Jeep because the Jeep doesn't do very well going 70 miles an hour on yeah. a longer trip. Yeah. And uh, every time I get it back, he'll have Windexed and sprayed down the inside, inside of the yeah. windshield sure. because he's like, I can't believe you're trying to look through that. <laughs> like, okay, Dad. Like, thanks. Um, very nice of him, but still. So, yeah. uh, so anyway, windshield wipers worked well. Also, uh, Claire and I went to Menards uh, the other day. Yeah. Um, the the first reason, number one reason we went to Menards, other than just getting out of the house because, you know, we spend too much time here nowadays, was because, you know, you pointed out a piece of wood when you walked into the basement. I am in the process, have been for a while, of Marie Kondoing all of my clothing. Ooh. So the Marie Kondo Japanese organization method... Uh, it has led to a lot, getting rid of a lot of clothes, but basically all my pants, sweaters, shorts, they're all on shelves in my closet, and they're folded in a specific way so they're standing up. So which, you can see them. Yeah, so I can see them all. You, have them, stacked, you have them stacked vertically, right? Where in like a drawer you would... You would no, they're horizontally, but the, the point is, the reason I had to get that other piece of wood is because I have a shelf here and a shelf here, and there's all this space. I can get another shelf in because the way you fold them, they only go up this high, like six inches at the most. So I'm going to put another shelf in to get more clothing on there. This is a good podcast topic. I'm sure people can see exactly what I'm talking about. I know. Well, I'm trying to visualize because I also, and I... I'd be happy to show you. Well, I only did this <laughs> um, with my t-shirts. Now that's in a drawer where you're looking in and you see Okay, all, right? so, right. So you don't actually see all of your pants or do you? No, uh, I do because I'm looking at them. They're, they're put in this way. So I see the oh, front of all my pants. Got it. As opposed to, but they're not up. stacked up because the idea with the stacking up, not to get into Maria Marie Kondo's yeah. entire thing. Well, I need this when I they're guess. when they're stacked up. There's pressure put on the bottom pair, and it forms creases. Oh, so the way we're putting them in now, or we, I am Claire has no interest in Marie Kondoing yeah. her clothes, which is fine. The way I'm putting them in now, they're standing on themselves and there's no pressure put in. So there's no creases forming. And then, and then in a drawer, obviously for t-shirts in a drawer, you don't see the bottom of the stack. For me, it's like I wear the same five t-shirts every day or, you know, every other, yeah. every other day. Um, you don't see the bottom of the stack. So in a drawer, part of the reason is you see all of them. Yep. But I think the other reason is keeping the creases out. So there's Makes ways sense. you do pants. There's ways you do sweaters. Yeah. Et cetera. Okay, so I'd have to do some research. So, I, I did the t-shirts yesterday. Yeah, it's a nice feeling. Well, I also moved t-shirts out well, of my getting, main closet and moved them to our, like, kind of the secondary. And it's clothes that I'll still wear, mm -hmm. but I don't wear them every day. It's like, you know, like this t-shirt I'm wearing right here. It's not something I would wear out and about. It's like a house t-shirt. Sure. So, and so you're I moved right, those exactly. away from, like, where I get ready. Or I don't sleeveless shirts do. that you only used to work out. Or, you know, those Oh, no, of those stayed in the main door. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and, and you know, you, you find things like, okay, here's this t-shirt. I don't quite like the way it fits. Right. So I can get rid of it. Or if it's something sentimental. Like, I already have a bunch of squares cut out of sentimental t-shirts that I wasn't wearing anymore ready for a t-shirt quilt that I just have to make. <laughs> That's too much. That's too much for me. I know it's too much for you, but I'm pretty excited about it. Anyway, so the reason we went to Menards was to get this shelf because yep. I'm Maria condoing my closet. Part, the main reason being to help Claire have more room for her stuff because I don't want it to be like the she has plenty of room for her clothes, but I, she deserves some more space in the closet. We had a closet conversation yesterday too. Well, you have a closet room. 
We do. Which is another thing. Remind me that, that I'm going to get to the thing about Menards, because this isn't actually my story. Oh, Keep okay. going about your closet. No, uh, go, you go ahead. Okay. I keep it no, we're, no, no, no. I'm, oh. We're, we're going to talk more. I'm sure we will have a closet episode. We will. I, we just, this is fresh in my yes. mind, because we, I'm not the tidiest person. <laughs> <laughs> my wife is very tidy. <laughs> Her one request was I keep my corner tidy. And <laughs> Your my, corner. <laughs> my, defi- my definition of corner, or my definition of tidy is different than her definition of tidy. I picture there being like a like a square on the floor in the corner with like a Z on it. Like that's where Zach's allowed to be. You know? It kind of is like that, but then it needs to be like put away. So I made yeah. some notes for myself. Okay. Anyway. We so so anyway, we'll, we'll do a closet episode. It, it could be next week. What the heck? I, I like talking about organizing clothes and closets sure. and stuff. And so, I don't, but I can learn. But yeah, I can give some advice. You can let me know your thoughts or Laura's thoughts. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that was why we went to Menards. But while I was at Menards, I thought, hey, time to get plungers. <gasps> New plunger time. Whoop, whoop. So we go to the plunger section. Yeah. I get two toilet plungers. Yeah, with the bottom thing. With the bottom thing. Yeah. Okay, I thought with the bottom thing, oh. so just that's what I'm going to get to. <laughs> oh, no. So I get two plungers, uh, one for each bathroom that are meant for the toilet. Yeah. Because I had a standard use plunger. Yeah. Not meant for the toilet. Doesn't you know? Whatever. Yeah, I've been I've been plunging. We had the go yeah. back to the plunging episode. So uh, so we get home and I'm unpacking things and I look and. The two plungers were different brands and were labeled differently. But what I wish I could show you the picture, but I it's only on my phone and we're recording with my phone. I took a picture. The packaging looks almost exactly the same, and yet they're two different brands of plungers. Huh. But the plunger itself, they look very similar. So I'm looking at him going, Are you kidding me? I open them up, I'm like, one of these isn't a toilet plunger. God, drat! <laughs> you funny duddies, what are you doing? And so I'm looking at him, and Claire calms me down, and she goes, well, look at, don't you just pull that part out? And so I look at the one that looks like a normal plunger, and you have to pop, you had to pop out the part that sticks out. It was in for packaging, and then you pop it out. So they were both toilet plungers. However, that one was not labeled as toilet plunger. It was just labeled as plunger. Nothing about toilets. The other one was labeled deluxe toilet plunger. So then I'm looking at the bottoms. I'm telling you, these were almost identical, but completely different brands, but with packages with the same color, same like picture on them practically. Sure. It was bizarre. I flip them over and look once I pulled the bottom part out of the one, and the one that said deluxe, it was like thicker. It was like the part that oh. sticks out at the bottom was like meant to stick out. Yeah. And the other one was a little flimsy kind sure. of sticking out. Yeah, yeah. So ultimately, the one that is upstairs where people are using the restroom where it gets more action, that's where I put the deluxe toilet plunger yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the cheapo one. They're also the same price? I, I oh. don't know. Don't, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. It's just bizarre plunger talk. So that's the end of my story. They're the now, same packaging, different brands. I don't get it. But you now have two plungers. Now I have the correct plunger at each toilet. It's a good feeling. That is a good feeling. Yes. And your guests will thank you. My guess, any guest that makes the mistake of clogging our toilet, toilet what a will nightmare. now be able to cover their tracks. That's a nightmare. <laughs> like a super sleuth. That's a nightmare that I've experienced. So. Uh, you also had a throwback to a previous Which one? episode, right? The the grocery list? Oh, yeah. we. Do. I just had a comment. One about leftovers. 
There's a TV show, I guess, on Netflix. And it's about repurposing, repurposing leftovers. Repurposing leftovers. You told me that before the episode. Now that I think about it, I think Claire was watching that one day. And yeah. I think I was grouchy, like, hey, this is the perfect show for me. But she was watching it without me. Oh. I didn't watch much of it. Okay. And the second thing was they obviously make an app for um, lists, grocery lists. Now, you brought up a good point that kind of <laughs> shuts down that idea for me. Um, and it was that... If you're out and about and you can just easily add things to the list, you're going to be like Cheetos, Doritos, Every Ho-Hos. time you have a craving throughout the entire right. day, it goes on the list. Goes Bad on the list. Bad idea. Bad idea. Bad idea. Where if you go old school, have it on a whiteboard. Or like a list on your fridge. List on, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, pencil and paper. Mm-hmm. You have to actually be thinking about it in the moment to write it down. Mm-hmm. And in reality, that's probably the thing you want most. Now, and and I will admit that I am a very old school list kind of a person. Like I have a paper calendar on yeah. the wall. I don't like shared Google calendars. They're they're convenient enough for school. I get a reminder if we have a staff meeting or something. But like for stuff with Claire and I, I like that paper calendar hanging on the wall, yeah. where I can see it when I'm in my house, but not always. Um, and same with that whiteboard. Like I'll tell her, I will buy any food you put on that whiteboard. Right. And she never writes anything down, so I don't worry about getting her any treats. There you go. <laughs> All right, so topic for today. Zach has chosen a topic that uh, he has a recent experience with, and, yep. and since I went out to brunch this morning, it's near and dear to my memory as well. Um, so we went out to dinner last night. Mm-hmm. Um, this We have been trying to go with some friends to a restaurant where there is a um, igloo. They do those like pop-up igloos, mm. and by we, I mean my wife. I would like to eat in a restaurant. But anyway, it was cool. You're outside, but you're not outside. It was a great night last night. it's like a heater kind of thing. Yeah, there was a heater that, you know, did an okay job. So so let's be clear. It's a patio with a bubble you and your party are eating in. Correct. Uh, Okay, can I ask questions about this first before you get any further? So does the server come into the bubble? Oh, yeah. Pops in. Interesting. Go okay. that. All right. So the bubble's protecting you from the other people. Elements. The... No, mostly from the elements. So also, you... it's like COVID friendly, right? So, so it's a way to be outside when it's cold out. Yeah. But keeping you away. So so are the tables. Like I wore a light jacket the whole time. Yeah, that part's I was, nice. Was comfortable. So if you're not as so if you're not comfortable eating inside during COVID, this is a way to be a little more separated. But you're at a restaurant. Yeah. Okay. And okay, I think that was my main. I think that was okay. my main question. All right, continue. So Sorry. it's lit. I mean, it was very, very nice. So yeah. we went out. You know, actually, we tried to. Well, we. I always say we. It is we because I was there technically, but this is my wife. She was actually linking two friend groups, which can all always be a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. The worlds collided. Yeah. So they had met at our wedding and talked a lot at the wedding. And so Laura was like, well, let's just go out to dinner with these people. It was great. We had a good time. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so which world? So you're saying that Laura had two different friends that oh, didn't well, know each other before the wedding? No. Yeah, correct. Okay, okay. Correct. Okay. Well, maybe they met at her bachelorette party. That could have been where they met. But e- but either way, same, same wedding, kind of idea. Wedding stuff, sure, right? Sure, so sure. this was a friend from... Uh, Laura's high school. Yeah. Um, they went to the, her and uh, this guy went to high school together, and then his wife, and then 
somebody she went to college with and then hung out with after mm. college and this was him and her wife or his wife and so yeah it was it was interesting and there's like weird connections where i know one of the wives from when we worked together in high school it was you know just like small work can we do a can we do an episode on like friend groups because i think that's another interesting Ooh, topic yeah, yeah. and how to and how to manage that because you know that's an old seinfeld quote is the world's colliding it's when George George has his friends Elaine and Jerry and Kramer, and then he's got his fiance Susan. Susan starts hanging out with Elaine. George's worlds are now colliding. He's mm-hmm. got relationship George and independent George. Do you know Jerry? What happens when the two come together? Relationship George will kill independent <laughs> George. Jerry, you know that kind of thing. Sure. So I've had the same thing with like um, Travis. So like. Yeah. He had me, his high school friend, and he had Jake, has Jake, his his uh, hockey friend. Yeah. And we had never met. And when we did, Travis's worlds were colliding. Ooh. Because it was like, you know, separate friend groups. Anyway, so we should do its own thing. That yeah. was last night. See, yeah. now I'm interrupting you. We got a whole thing going on. I know. They Very enthusiastic. <clears throat> okay, so this actually all started, I was sitting next to um, one of the husbands, and I was like, we were ordering. And the waitress walks in. The first person, and I had actually told them about the podcast before this. So, Ooh. yeah, it was. So the the waitress walks in. She Juicy. looks. She walks in, and I wasn't sitting by Laura. So wait, 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 into the bubble. Into the bubble. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Looks down. Looks at Laura. Laura goes, "Well, I haven't even looked at the menu. I'm not ready." <laughs> Color me shocked. Yeah. And then she always says, "This is a. This is a." So we're going to talk about all this, but she's like, "I'll be ready when you get to me." So then we go around the table. I also did the same thing, which we'll talk about in a second. And then um, everyone else ordered. It was fine. What what this sparked for me, and it was Adam. I hope he's okay with me sharing his name. Adam and I were talking, and um, I was like, this would be the perfect podcast. So we kind of ran through this list. And I you know, put it into a nice, succinct thing where people in the group, that's what I'm labeling this section. People in the group. There's all kinds of people at a restaurant, right? That order that are in your group. The first is, I'll be ready when you get to me. <laughs> the second is, the person that's already looked at the menu before they arrived, they knew what they were getting two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. There's the person who goes, I'll go first. You know, they're, they're, they're ready. But they're not, they didn't look at the menu early. They just tried to, I'll go first. Or. Like, let the de- like no need to decide who's going first. I'll get the ball I'll, yeah. rolling. Yep. Yeah. There's the panic order, which is me. And I'll t- we'll talk about that. That's also Claire. Um, I've got some good stories there that yeah, I don't think yeah, she yeah. might be sharing. Yeah. And uh, then there's the, what do you recommend to the waitress person? There's a, what do you think of that list? <laughs> pretty good, right? That's pretty good. Yeah. And you might have another one you want to add. And there could be some overlaps. You could be multiple people oh, on that list also. For sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, and then um, the second topic are substitutions. So... That well, we that, can... that, yeah, so that's more about maybe the etiquette of the customer at a restaurant. Well, and just people's comfort level. We can talk more. So which one would you like to talk about first? Um, you mean of the list of the types of people? Well, no, just like we could talk about the list of people. We could talk about substitutions. Okay, can we start with talking about looking at the menu ahead of time? Yeah, yeah, okay. So the, the I looked before I got there person. Okay, so... I, I'm a, I have to, 
I feel a lot. I'm very Seinfeld heavy today. I feel like that yeah, was okay. he. He has a thing about that too. I'm sure there are people can't I look, look at a menu, tell him at the table, that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm sure there are people who know Seinfeld, just not so me. So I, yeah, that's fine, and we don't need to just have this yeah. podcast where I just quote Seinfeld the whole yeah. time. But sometimes it applies. Yeah. So um, I I like to I like to look at the menu when I'm at the restaurant. I I like to comment like I like the experience of going to a restaurant. Yep. So I don't like it to be spoiled. The exceptions for me are if the restaurant is out of my comfort zone. If it so if it is a place that is fancier than I'm used to or if it's a place that has a cuisine I'm not used to like so if like I, so like if I've picked something and you're like what well, If I'm going if I'm going to a sushi restaurant I'm going to look ahead of time. If yeah. I'm going to an Indian restaurant I'm going to look ahead of time. Yeah. Um or if I'm going to a place where I where things are um, where, where you look at the description of the food and even looking at the description, you'd have to it's Google. Like, oh, you'd man, have to. I might you'd, have to. Yeah, you'd have to Google what the actual. There food will be is. ingredients yeah. they're describing where I'm not really sure, you yeah. know, or meats that are weird yeah. to me. Yeah, you know? I get it. So those are the exceptions, but mo- most of the time, when I'm in my comfort zone, going to places that I like going, I don't like to look at the menu until I'm sitting down at the table. Have you Have you been in a situation where you've looked at the menu ahead of time and then you get there and the menu's different? Whether it's a seasonal menu, special oh, yeah. menu, and now the thing you wanted wasn't there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Or you're prepared with what you want, and they say, ooh, ooh. we're out of mahi-mahi today. You know, <laughs> that, that kind of thing. they were out of sale last night for somebody. <laughs> so um, that's the other thing is, like, you're too prepared. Yeah. Well, now you don't have a plan B because you had your heart set on a certain thing. Or what if there's a special and maybe you, the and special. You, yeah, you really want the special, and you're like, oh. I maybe mean. the special tickles your fancy. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. So absolutely, um, I'm also not a look aheader. Like, I might look to decide what restaurant I want to go to, but I'm not looking. Do you know what I'm saying? So, sure. hey, there's these two new restaurants I want to try. I want to look to see what kind of food is on the menu. Mm-hmm. I'm not making a decision, which we'll talk about later. But um, so yes, I totally. You agree. want to make sure that of of the option you're picking, there is something you or would just, want. Well, no, just like, am I in the? I eat everything. You know that. Well, that's true. I, am I in the mood for that kind of food? Okay. So, um, okay. How about the? Uh, how about the? Oh, I haven't even looked at the menu yet, person. <laughs> like you get there, you're talking, you're socializing. Finally, the server comes up. Oh my gosh, I haven't even looked. That's my wife. <laughs> she she one she doesn't listen to this podcast, but two I'll respectfully say this is her to a T. She's always talking, like she's just a social butterfly. Yeah, she wants to connect with everyone at the table, and as she's connecting with everyone, everyone else is looking at the menu. Right. She just happens to be connecting with people. Multitasking is another thing. I mean, some people can't talk and. I mean, I've I've been out to dinner before. I was like, okay, I want to tell you that I want to hear that story, but just give me a second. I got to look at the menu. Yeah, I, I can't focus on two things. At yeah, once. yeah. But um, I know to prioritize making sure I know what I want to eat. So the waitress, this happened last night. The waitress got there, walked. In. Oh, I didn't even look at the menu. I'll go last. Okay, that's totally fine if you're that person. But I think one strategy would be, like you just said, prioritize. Uh huh. Prioritize what you're there for. You're there to eat. And then to socialize, right? I mean, you could argue you're there for the experience yeah. of which eating is one aspect. I will say that. Yeah. Um, but you, well, 
we've talked before about being considerate of others. You don't want to keep other people from being able to eat in a timely fashion because you haven't looked at the menu. Or considerate of the waitress who has other tables. True. That's what I'm always thinking about. Like, I don't want to take too much of their time. Depending on the place, they might not be back very quickly. Yeah. You know, they may have several rounds to make. Oh, yeah. I ordered iced tea four times last night. I only received one iced tea. Yeah. And it was we were, one of those. Yeah, and we were at our favorite spot on... Um, our trivia spot on Friday oh. night, there were issues with that, where yeah. it was just too many tables um, for the lady that was, yeah. you know, being, who was bartending, and so she had a hard time Keep keeping up with... Which I'm understanding about. Of course. Like, yeah. I think the exceptions for me... For the, for the I'm not ready. For that person, where I, I don't think that's a big deal generally. Um, for me, my issues with that person and that... Um, Strategy, lack of att- yeah, that's strategy. That lack of attention to anyone else caring about, like the fact that they're like that. I guess that's a bad way to word it. Just that strategy. You're like that. You probably don't mind being like that. Yeah, I would say that um, for for one, I would say, you know, just other people may be really really hungry, and you don't want to slow things down. Yeah. For me, the reason I don't mind on that angle is because I always look at it as the hungrier I am when I go out for a meal that I'm excited about, the more I will enjoy it. The better the food's going like, to taste. Like I'm somebody yeah. where if I have a school thing after school until 7 p.m., I won't squeeze a dinner in at 5 o'clock. I starve right. myself yeah. until I leave school and then I get Taco Bell or Chipotle and I enjoy it so much more because I'm so hungry. So hungry, I get it. But the other one would be specifically, I'm thinking Matt's, home of the Juicy Lucy, which is yeah. one of my favorite spots. Yep. They always have a line out the door. They always are full. I shouldn't say always, the majority of the time, Most a of lot time. of the time, right? Yep. Um, and so that is a place where the unwritten rule is that when that server comes up the first time, you're ready to order. Because they're not making a second round through. You're going to be waiting a while. Because they, they don't... They're basically printing money there, right? I mean, everybody wants to go to Matt's. It's an experience. It's on all the lists. It made the 50 best burgers in the country list recently. Oh. Um, Which, you know, I have beef with that list anyway. Well, yeah. okay, you do. Not but because it's a of good that. Burger. It's a good Because burger. of the other ones. That's fine. We, we can get... <laughs> we can dissect the burger list at some point. But I guess my point would be, you know, we, we actually went to Matt's together. Yeah. You and Laura and Claire and I. And when Laura did that at Matt's... I thought you said, be ready. I think you prefaced and just said, hey, you got to be ready. Oh, I told her. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so that was my thing because I know she's like that and I usually don't care. But yeah. at Matt's, you better make sure you're ready. Right. Because the other thing is, it's like a five-item menu. Right. Like, there aren't a lot of choices. Burger. So if cheeseburger. She, yeah. So if she had come up, because she also will, will get to this person, the substitution person, the yeah. picky order person. She's got a lot of particularities about her order yeah. with a burger. And I wanted to prepare her for how realistic she should be about how this place does yeah. those kinds of things. Yeah. So that's my other thing is a place like that. Right. right. I totally agree with you. I, you're, it's fine being that person, but just like be able to not hold people up. That's yeah. kind of what that one is. Yeah. Um, so we did already. Okay. I'll go first person. There's not much to say. That person is a go-getter. They take initiative. They get the ball rolling. They are clearly the hungriest person at the table. <laughs> the I want to order first person? Yeah, get yeah. that person their food is what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, and servers have a... No- Typically, the servers will take the... It depends on the place. But I don't like when a server says, okay, who wants to go first? 
what a server should do, and and it, on a higher end place, there is a hierarchy of who they're supposed to ask. Yeah, like it's supposed to go on age, and I know, think it goes ladies age. before men. You know, um, and so they're when when they when they say, "All right, what can I get for you?" And today we went to Hazelwood for brunch. Yeah, and it was that way. It was my mom. And then Claire. Now she went to me next. She should have gone to my dad because of age. Right. Like, the young youngest male should be last. Yeah. According to what I remember from hearing that somewhere. But I just think it's so much better when they just initiate who's going instead. Doesn't of, matter okay, the, who wants to start. Yeah. It doesn't matter who they choose. Just choose. And in Minnesota, nobody will start. Yeah. Because nobody wants to be the person who's going to be the first person. Um, I will just say this one thing. This We're speaking to the person who was listening in the UK, which we had a listener from the UK. UK, holla! So if that was you, we're talking to you. Mm. And we appreciate you. Yeah. All the way over there. So, Minnesota people are weirdly passive-aggressive nice. It's the thing with, like, donuts in the break room. Yeah. Nobody will take the last donut. In fact, they'll split Split. the last donut. Half a donut. Next time you go in there, there's a quarter of a donut. The next time you go in there, there's an eighth of a donut. Nobody will finish the donut. The last donut. You know who will? Oh, yeah, me too. But I'm not from Minnesota. Yeah. I'm from Ohio. And Um, in Ohio, people are a little more willing to finish. Anyway. All right, so that's the I want to eat first or I want to order first person. Yeah. Which so, is probably the I want to eat first person. Correct. Yeah. Why you hit us with a musical interlude? Because oh. we're, I mean, we got a couple more left. We got th- about three people. I think I got some that'll tickle your fancy. All right. Bro, what's up? Oh, I love this song. Just watched the dating game. Right on. Hey, dude, guess what tonight? What? Pool party, my, my house, house, 8 o'clock. <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know, dude. <laughs> this going to be fun. So, for those of you that don't know, this song is Pool Party by the Aquabats. Pool party, baby. It was a cool party. Cool, cool party. Um, in college, my, well, I learned about it in high school, but then in college, we used to just do air instruments. We'd jam out. It was so fun. did that at... We've, we had a night where we were doing basically our own karaoke. Yeah. At uh, the trip oh, at the sports page. Yeah. Yeah. And I did that. Yeah. 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 I had no problem. I love this song. Well, and I was a uh, I was a '90s kid in terms of like high school in the '90s, so I was a big ska guy. Oh. And um, you know, you're you're younger than I am, so I was excited that you were into a band oh, like ska. the Aquabats and ska because oh. went I, to a real big fish concert. I get yelled at. Crowd surfed. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, we've talked about the Real Big Fish concert. Yeah, I love Real Big Fish. And um, Dave uh, Dave yells at me uh, when I play ska on our, on the Fantasy Football Podcast. Yeah. Trips right with Ralph and Dave. Yeah. Because um, uh, because he go, he'll he just say, oh, good, more ska. I'm like, come on, man. Like, How can you not like it? And I don't play it every time. You know, whatever. Horns and offbeat. So anyway, the Aquabats. Um uh, classic. So uh, okay. So the, right. the next the next person I think we should discuss this applies to me personally because I am this person um, is the panic order. Mm. Um, and your wife, your future wife, yes, yeah, she your fiance, is a panic order. And I think we're different panic orders. There could be different kinds of panic orders. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you start on panic orders? Because so, I, I, I'm a different perspective. So it's the idea that you, it's there's a level of indecis- indecisiveness. I think is that you just you you don't 
you have a hard time narrowing it down. Yeah. And I think I'm a certain I'm a certain amount of that, but I think I'm willing to just bite the bullet and decide this is the one I'm getting, even though there are multiple things that I want. So I think it's that you you maybe on some level need the pressure of it's your turn, then you got to order because there isn't any more time to wait. Yeah. Um, so I think panic ordering is ordering something. And I think not being... I think if you order with the pressure and then you're a little more open and you're going to like most things you get, if you're not ordering something weird, I think that's fine. I think the problem when, is when panic orders don't like what they get. Yeah. So, you know... Claire has mentioned to me, like, you have to remind me if I like something or not. So, for example, she'll order a burger, and they'll <laughs> say, how does she want her... They'll say, how do you want your burger done? And she'll say, medium, as a panic response, and I'll lean over and go, you want it well done. I want it well done, you want it well done. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> well done means no pink. You don't want pink. Yeah, I don't want pink. Okay, good. So she would have had a, a pink-in-the-middle burger if yeah. I hadn't leaned in. She's gotten Swiss cheese on a burger before. Well, I've been there for that. And she's like, I don't like Swiss cheese. And I'm like, okay, so is it my job to now next time to remind you? Yeah. Now, sometimes she'll ask, do I like Swiss cheese? No, you don't like Swiss cheese. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't. I think my favorite is when we were at a, um, we were at a uh, caribou and we were getting drinks. I think it was on, <laughs> it might have been Christmas morning or Thanksgiving morning. We usually get caribou before we, and bring it, you know, for my parents. And, um, and we're ordering and she orders a fala latte. Which is the latte made with eggnog. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I don't really like the egg... I like eggnog, I like lattes, I don't like them mixed together. Because I worked at Caribou, that was never my thing. Yeah. Um, So I... We get to the end, she orders it. We get to the end and I go, Fala latte. Oh, laundry. Isn't my laundry song nice? A a, a laundry machine that makes a little song when it's done. It's just something delightful about that. I don't know who designed that. They should make, make millions of dollars. Probably already did. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so we get to the end, and I and I just said, um, I just said, yeah, um, I, I, nice choice. You know, I don't I don't like eggnog in my lattes. I like them to be separate. She goes, what are you talking about? I said, the fala latte. It's an eggnog. It's a latte <laughs> made with eggnog. She goes, it's eggnog. I didn't know that. I said, what are you talking about? She goes, I thought it was cinnamon. There's a cinnamon stick under it. Now, in her defense, I look at the menu. There's fala la latte. And under it, there's nothing that says it's eggnog, and it's a cinnamon stick. So she gets it, and she's like, ugh, I don't like this. I said, well, yeah. I said, that's okay. We can just switch. And I let her... I, uh, I'm trying to remember. I think I... She may have insisted not, but I, I think I let her have mine that was yeah. like a mocha-y kind of thing, and I took her follow latte because I don't care that much. Yeah. You know, it's... Coffee. Just it's, however it's I can fine. get coffee in my body for me. So, um, so it's just funny because now... Um, the, the the point of that was she's like well why didn't you tell me and i said well i didn't want to be condescending yeah in saying are you sure that you want that because that's made with eggnog right. because i could see the reaction by a lot of people going yeah what am i an idiot of course it's made with eggnog that's what i want that's why i ordered it well she's like if you had told me i would have changed my order so now I know. Well, also I'm thinking about Don't the person, assume. also the person at the counter. You stepping in, being like, "By the way, like that." Just like I just look like a chauvinist <laughs> weirdo, controlling, yeah, controlling psychopath. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Do not get eggnog. But she, but she told me to make sure to do that. So I think the panic order can lead to getting something you don't want. We also like Italian food. She always orders like yeah. at, at, at Luna de Luna. Yeah. She, every single time she goes. Ugh, I like red sauce more. Why don't I ever get red sauce? 
you should have reminded me to get red something with red sauce. She always likes mine more than hers. So it's just, it's kind of funny. So, okay. So I'm on the opposite side of that. Mm -hmm. I um, struggle ordering because I love food so much Uh and I love all kinds of food that I don't actually know what I want or I feel as though I'm going to have FOMO with what I order. Okay. If I order, you know, meal A and I was going between A and B and I went with A, I'm going to be thinking about B the entire time I'm eating. Mm. So for me, I'm like, I want to see what everyone else orders because I don't like to double up on things. Oh, so my family going to Olive Garden and every person getting eggplant parmesan would drive you nuts. Oh my gosh. Well, you can share that. Well, I don't want to share, so that's a whole nother issue. Oh, well, but I, okay, you don't want to double up. Okay, so well, I don't like double. I do, well, I don't want to double up with Claire because she'll only eat half, and I'll get the rest. Right. And so that is true. I don't oh. want to get what she's getting. Right, right. So I went around. Like I wait until everyone. I see what everyone's getting. Now it didn't apply last night because I'm on this health kick, mm. and I'm not really. I just had a salad, unfortunately. But I got double chicken, and that's where the substitutions came in that I thought was funny. So well, I've also watched you just get two meals before. Well, that's where I was going. So sometimes I have so much FOMO that I just order meal A, meal A and meal B. And I just get two. And I eat both of them. Um, it's The hard part is when Laura is also, uh, I don't, I'll be ready when you get to me. And if I go before her, then she wants to share the two meals I just got. So then we're in like a triple share thing, which mm. honestly, it sounds like my family is just insane when they order food. Ralph doesn't share food. Yeah. yeah, I hate sharing food. Yeah, and I love sharing food because then I get to taste everything. Yeah, and so. I'd rather have my meal and know what I have. Like, when my family ordered pizza when I was a kid, yeah. I wanted to know how many pieces I got, and I wanted those pieces on my plate immediately. I don't want to have one piece at a time, and then I go to the pizza, and there's none left for me. It's like, who ate extra pizza? Where's the rest of my pizza? That was, I was a... Huh. I was a hungry little kid. Huh, that explains some things, Ralph. <laughs> Give me my pizza. Um so, so I have a can I oh sorry. Yeah, yeah go ahead. No, I don't know. Okay, so can I ask you this? Yeah. Um how does okay, if you go to dinner with someone who you either know or assume is going to treat for the meal? How does that affect your order? Like, oh, look, that's a that's a fantastic question. Thank you. Yeah. I just came up with it just now because I planned nothing for this. Yeah, that's okay. That's why I like had you, this like experience. You're, yeah, like you're on. going out, like you're going oh. out for you know, you're going out for dinner with Laura's family. You assume her parents are going to treat. How well, does that? Affect? I hate that because I always want to, like, I always want to be paying for myself because I'm like weird about. I'll admit I'm weird about money, and it, it's not about the money. It's I feel, I feel indebted to people. If it's they like pay. the even, it's like keeping it even, Stephen. Yeah, of and like it'll sure. never be even because they're they're so yeah. kind, and it, you know, parents like yeah. even my mom, she's always treating us, and I feel terrible. Yeah, I, the internal guilt eats eats away at me. Sure, and I, I need to just be like, okay, you know what? They've been on this planet longer than me. Like they want to treat us. They enjoy. They treating. enjoy treating because they. Yeah. You know what? They don't have as they don't feel like they're as involved in your life anymore, helping you with things. Yeah. It's a way they can still. I think that's part of the mentality. Yeah. You know, it's like my grandpa still treats my parents when they go out. It's like right. the circle of life. Exactly. Kind of thing, you know. Yeah. My grandpa does the same thing. We're <laughs> like, no, 
That'll be a no. Although he had a stroke eight years ago, he's a little slower on the uptake now. So now you can get the bill, and yeah. he's so mad. Yeah. Which but I but love. you know he used to he'd tell the hostess when he walks in that if he doesn't get the bill, heads are gonna roll. Like he would yeah. threaten oh. the hostess oh. when we walk into a restaurant back in the day when I was a kid. It was hilarious. So yeah, good. he was so quick to it. Anyway, um, I order middle of the road. Like and, exp- and, like expensive wise, like yeah, it's about sense. expense. I'm there's the, I'll eat like I said a thousand times. I eat anything, and there's always something I'll eat. I usually order middle of the road. I'll get a salad um, if I'm doing this health thing, and I'll get you know chicken instead of something else. My instead but of but you ain't getting two meals if somebody else is treating. Never. Only if you're oh, the one paying. I look at I honestly I look at the highest. Most expensive thing on the menu. I look at the lowest and I pick something directly in the middle. Right. That's just how I operate. Sure. Because I I don't want to be seen as the person who's always ordering whatever. You know what I mean? Um, This morning I told my parents ahead of time I was going to treat because my dad let out Kona yesterday when we were doing tamales all day. And it was last minute. Yeah. Because we didn't know how long we'd be there. They, we didn't start tamales nice and early. So, I, you know, we had to make sure that she was covered. He was willing to do it. So I told him I was going to treat. So I had a, like an Irish coffee situation this morning. Kind of yeah. a nice, fancy kind of brunch Well, drink. you're treating. You feel like you can get right. whatever you and, want. And if, and if it was a normal, if it was a normal day when they were treating, I probably, you know, it's an $11 drink. I wouldn't have ordered that at brunch if I knew they were treating. But Correct. since I knew I was treating... I would do it. And, you know, I've had, there was a a family member at some point back in the day where, you know, they, they came to visit my family. And um, uh, when, when my parents were treating, it was bottles of wine, more wine, more wine, more wine, more wine, more wine. Next meal, they were treating and no like, only waters. They didn't drink at all. It's like, ooh, that is bad. It's a bad look. That's bad. That's a bad, bad look. look. That's a bad yeah. look. I, I'm a big, uh, and I, I will like excommunication. Yeah, I, I personally am. I will, <laughs> Just like. A bad look. I'm trying to be respectful of them. Sure. If I know that I want something, I, that's when I'll offer. You know what sure. I mean? And they yeah. can always say no. And I'm always a fan of just splitting things and paying oh, paying your own thing anyway. Yeah, it's just same. easier that way. And if and if I offer to treat, I mean it. I want to treat. And there's no need to like there's no Yeah, if I'm offering, I'm offering. Like I don't expect it returned. Like if I offer to treat, it's a treat. Yeah. You know? Right. And I may I may think to myself later, gosh, I'm always treating, they never treat back. But like I, I'm not I'll never hold it against anyone. It's nothing you, right? I'm holding against anyone. Like if yeah. I treat, it's because I wanted to treat. Yeah. So um all right, the last person, and this is one that can be, honestly, this one is usually I'll be ready when you get to me. Because mm. they're not ready when they get to them, mm-hmm. still. Um, so then they say, what do you recommend to the waiter or waitress? And um, so I have a comment about this. If I'm a waiter or waitress, which I've never been, it would be a terrible job for me because I would not handle that well. <laughs> um, and that's why I've never done it. Obviously, like, you want to pick the best, most expensive thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've never seen somebody that has asked a waiter or waitress something, and they recommend something that's middle of the road or not that expensive. You know what I mean? They're always in the top category. Well, because I, I tend to think of things as more, if it's more expensive, it's probably better. It's probably more expensive for a reason. Ooh, and I guess I'm less trusting. I think that they just well, want the I, bill run up. But, well, right, but I think fundamentally... 
Yeah, I get speaking, it. Speaking, the the I, cost being higher for higher quality ingredients, more challenging yeah. food to make. I, I, I'm comfortable with the the idea of that being how things are priced out. Sure. Even though it may not be accurate in certain places, in certain ways, whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know? um, the, the best part of that, though, is when they ask for a recommendation and then the waiter waitress shares the the recommendations, multiple, and then they choose something completely different. Mm-hmm. That's the one I just, I'm like, what? I, you already knew what you wanted, you know? Now, I do like, I think you're the one who does it, unless I'm imagining this. It could be. I could be this person. Maybe Travis does this, too. I, I, I feel like I've heard you do it. I like when you say, I'm torn between dish A and dish B. Which would you recommend between those two? Oh, yeah. I think that's a good way to do it. Because now the server is not on put on the spot of how expensive things are. You right. Know, they don't know what kind of meat you'd prefer. Like, maybe you're whatever, you're now narrowing it down. Yeah. And if I'm a server and you put these two options in front of me, yeah, I'd be very comfortable saying, well, I prefer this one. Or, you know, just saying, well, I'm not a fan of shrimp, but people say that the shrimp dish is better. Sure. You know, that's like, easy. Yeah. yeah. And really what I'm looking for is like, what is the most ordered thing on the menu? Sure. Because that's probably your best item. Don't you love restaurants that mark that like popular items? <laughs> yeah, Again, yeah. you might not trust it, but I feel like there are places where this is a popular item. We're just talking sure, analytics sure, there. Sure, 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 you should sure, just sure. help people out. Yeah. And then you should just say, people aren't really ordering this bottom thing. Let's cut it off. Well, that's what a good restaurant should do. Yeah. Like something that's not, you know, yeah. rework oh. it. Like nobody wants that. The restaurants with literally the novel for the menu. Well, <laughs> we're watching Happy Endings again through, and Dave tries to start a restaurant, the Pangea Grill, and he's got 9,000 dishes from <laughs> under 25 countries. Yeah. It's hilarious. But, you know, it's like when uh, Taco Bell got rid of the cheesy gordita crunch. What are you, an idiot? That's the best taco in the entire world. Yeah. They true. brought it back. Now it's permanent. So yeah. that's the way it's supposed to work, you know? Right. People were mad. Um, so the last thing I want to talk about is substitutions mm-hmm. because I have a very. Um, strict no substitution policy. With that being said, I did I I I didn't want balsamic last night, and that's what it said on the menu. So I wanted blue cheese. So like I you know I need a little bit of joy out of my food. So, so I asked for a different dressing, and I added extra meat. That was my substitution. I think adding extra meat is different. Yeah. But what's your what's your reasoning behind not substitution? Is it the convenient inconvenience? No, no. Then? And I'm not talking like um, I'm not talking. You go to Sports Page, right? Which hopefully we gotta get some listens at Sports Page. Maybe we just put up a little thing there. Um, we got plenty of people we can send it to. That's true. Have we given this to Kara at all yet? Kara probably think would think this is hilarious. Yeah, maybe because <laughs> um, she thinks we're crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So. Shout out! Yeah, she won't even hear it. Um, no, I'm going to tell her she got a shout out. She'll oh. for sure listen. Oh, okay. Cool. Ha! So, see, I got us a listen just were, now. Nice. You're you didn't welcome. do any last You're week. You're welcome. You didn't do any last no, week. No, I absolutely yeah. did not. I shared it with two people yesterday. <laughs> Actually, four. Um, so there it's like burger and then if you want fries, coleslaw, or something else. Or it could be like... Where you have choices already. Where you have choices already. I'm talking the substitutions where you're having like... Um, let's say you're having... Uh, what was the pasta thing that Claire gets at Luna Luna? I'll use that as an example. Um, it was like a garlic pesto white sauce. Okay, perfect. So if I'm like, okay, I really want that garlic pesto white sauce, but could you leave the pesto out? And instead of having garlic, could you just have the red sauce? I, I, so I just want that dish with red sauce. 
And that's the problem I have. Mm. The chef puts together the menu. Like, that's their menu. They want to cook those things. Or the restaurant owner, whatever it is. And so I find it disrespectful to dissect the meal that they put together. Well, they've also been pieced together in a certain way with flavors to complement. Right. And, and they're not meant to be to be messed with. Right. Yeah. So th- those are the substitutions I'm talking about. I'm not talking like sub tater tots for fries. Yeah. I'm okay right. with that. Right. And and I th- I think um you know the only exception I I would say the exception to that would be like allergies. Uh, allergies, of course. Although I think there's a lot of thought you need to put in about where you go out to eat if there's right. allergy situations. It's true. Um, you know, like my sister's an example. My sister is a vegetarian, yeah. and when when her like her husband my brother-in-law's boss when there's like a work thing going out i I, if i'm remembering correctly there's been comments like oh is there going to be something that mary can eat there like oh should we pick a place and mary's just saying i'll find something to eat anywhere worst case scenario i'll eat at home and just you know have a drink when i'm there and like you know it's like she's not gonna she doesn't need the restaurant to be catered to her as it should be but the exception i would say is like for me i know i don't like raw tomato so, like, no matter what I order, if there's raw tomato on it, I'm going to say no tomato. And, yes, the tomato may pull it together, but yeah. I know I don't like raw tomato, so I'm going to say keep that off. Okay, you but, know what yeah, I mean? I'm not even, I'm thinking, like, like you're, I'm th- you're, you're thinking. You're thinking, like, in a, okay, how about this? My grandpa and Uncle Joe. Yeah. My Uncle Joe, Italian, right? Yeah. They, when, when we go out to eat with them, they were anti-garlic. No garlic oh, at all. That's the exact thing I'm talking they about. They would act like they were vampires. They hated garlic so much. Vampires. Vampires yeah. are the ones that don't like garlic, right? Yeah. Okay. They're not vampires. They acted that much anti-garlic. Okay. So we'd go to an Italian restaurant, and they'd be like, "I want my red sauce with no garlic." I that's like, right. Like a sauce being made in a bulk situation to go on a bunch of things, and they want it made without garlic. And in a lot of places, that's just not realistic for how right. they make it. You know what I mean? That's so, when you say, yeah, okay. So that's good. too much. Yeah. I also think, I also like the, whether you're substituting or not, ordering in a very sequential way and get everything ordered. Like like brunch is a good example. Like you pick your kind of potatoes, you pick how your eggs are done, you pick the kind of bread, you know, yeah. you know and know what your choices are because they're on the menu. You don't need to wait for the, wait, the waiter or waitress to ask you. Sure. So um, I'll have the the number three with ba- you know bacon and eggs. I'd like my ba- my eggs scrambled. I would like the sourdough bread. I would like the hash browns. I would like my bacon crispy. Is that what you Boom. did today? No, that's oh, not. Okay. I had a I had the Reuben Benedict. I already told you yeah, that. It's, I already it's and this is delicious. My I already forgot. And you know what? I I ordered it as is, and it was excellent. So, yeah, you know what I mean? a, Yeah. I get what you're saying, though. Might I have liked it more on an English muffin as opposed to rye bread? Because it's an it's a Benedict, oh. you know. It's but it's a but of it's course. a Reuben Benedict. But, but they so made a, it, so you're not gonna. So I'm gonna... like, no, I'm not gonna switch that out because that's silly. Yeah. It's meant to be this way, and it's plenty good the way it is. So, um, anyway, so I I think if we're this wasn't a very advice. Um, it was just one. it was, was just more well, awareness observation. observation. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't really bring much advice. If I could give no, advice, you're fine. it let's, would be let's focus it in right now. What's yeah. some advice we can give people? Honestly, um, do your best not to substitute things. That's like a big thing for me. 
I, I think it's an awareness piece. Um, have awareness for the person who's making your food. You're going to their restaurant. I mean, that's how chefs work. If you know, at nicer restaurants, right? They, Fancier the restaurant, less substitution. Oh, for sure. Trust those chefs to make it the yeah. way that they, they say they're going to make it. Yes. And if you don't like it, then maybe that's not your. Maybe item. that's not your dish. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Um, and then just be aware of the other people in your party. You know, don't don't hold up everything. If right. there's people that are hungry. Um, and then the people around you as well. People around you, sure. Oh, we, noise we did, level. Yeah, yeah, noise level. I'm constantly getting shushed. I hate getting shushed. It's my <laughs> least favorite thing, and I've been getting shushed my whole life. Well, it's, it's, and I'll be I, and I'll and I'll be like I'll be like Claire. That's as quiet as I can be. Well, you're not being quiet. I'm like I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, to be fair, your I voice, feel like I'm whispering. I feel like I'm whispering. Yeah, you aren't. No, I'm not so, whispering now. No, in those situations, okay. you aren't whispering. But Are I know. Are you shushing me right now? Is this a shush? I'm public Are on air. Are you talking through a shushing situation with me right now? We're going to have a problem. We're going to have to get off the air before I get angry. Um, but uh, <laughs> but be aware of the people around you. Be aware of, you know, um, oh, we didn't even mention, like, if there's a line of, if there's a line, yeah, I know. If there's a line of people out the door, um, you know, you don't loiter at your table because there's only so many spots. Yeah. You know, it's different than a place that has tons of room. If you make a reservation, be on time. Don't hold up the group. You know, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. So lots of those kind of things. We're also. always holding up the group. Courteous to the yeah. people around you. Just think about awareness. how your actions might be affecting awareness. Right. Exactly. And in restaurants where everyone's eating, it you got to... Heighten the awareness just a little bit. Um, rather than close out, um, oh. rather than close out with our normal song. That's why I thought you weren't prepared. Why don't we close out with my favorite Aquabat song? Okay, it's a little bit of a romantic ditty. Oh, I don't know if you've heard it or not. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have. So uh, this has been done. Are you on the edge of your seat? Do you know well, which I'm, one it is? I am guessing which one it is, but I also looked at the list and you go, oh, there's another one I just <laughs> well, love. Well, there's so many. We, yeah. could, we could just do walkabouts all the time. Um, but the Baxter boys would be offended. So, you know, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. So we'll close out without BSB today. We'll close out with uh, with my favorite Aquabat song. It's entitled Red Sweat. I knew you were going to Oh, that one. you yeah. did know it. Yeah. All right. Dominate day to day. That's with, with the, the two. two. I'm Ralph. I'm Zach. And we really appreciate you listening. And we will see you next week. Have a great week. Enjoy this in your ear holes, people. <laughs> <laughs>